Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome, friends, to another r slash entitled parents video. We've got a crazy story today of someone inheriting a whole farm and immediately getting pressure to sell it from their parents to pay off a relative's debt. But first, a story by Soren River. Mom insists on me babysitting toddlers she was supposed to watch in her place while she's out of the house, despite my inability to care for kids. This is a pretty old series of events that ended around the time COVID hit, and I'm not sure if it counts as entitled enough to go here, but it's one heck of a ride that still bugs me to this day. My mom has a highest ranked position in the women's organization of her church. Technically, I'm still a member of the same church, but I haven't gone in years, but whatever, that's a different issue. As a result, she's expected to help all the other women in the church with their problems, whether by delegating or taking on the issue themselves. I understand that this is an important role and that there's many people who need the assistance, but the problem comes from my mom insisting that because I live in their house, I have to help her with everything. For the most part, like stuff that involves going to other people's house and such, I can avoid being pulled along. But then there's the most common problem, which is that many women need someone to watch their kids, and my mom volunteers herself to watch them. Now I have nothing against the kids or their actual parents. Most of them I've overheard the situations that they're in, and many are really crappy or even scary. And the kids are really just toddlers or kindergartners, and while I'm not exactly fond of kids, it's not their fault that they got put in the position. But my mom is always so eager to agree to watch these kids without telling me that they're going to be in our house. I've asked her to warn me beforehand. After all, she agrees to watch these kids days in advance. She could do the same for me, but she blows me off, saying that it's important church work and that I'm her daughter and I live in her house and need to be more supportive. I'm non-binary, but she doesn't know that. Whatever, early on, I would just hide in my room in the basement and wait several hours for the kids to leave. My mom would complain that I wasn't helping her, but she was the one who had agreed to watch the kids, not me, and I did not agree to be volunteered up for babysitting duties. Of course, eventually my mom started taking on multiple assignments at once instead of delegating, even knowing she had made a prior agreement and it became much more common for her to agree to watch people's toddlers at the same time she also agreed to go to someone else's house and help them with something. So of course, my mom would come and pound on my door and tell me I had to watch the kids and to get out of my room while she's gone. I'd of course complain that I hadn't agreed to watch these kids. She had, but she'd say that I live in her house, so I had to, and would guilt me because someone had to watch these kids and she needed to help someone else. So I'd take my phone or my 3DS and go sit on the couch, keeping an eye on the kids for an hour or two while they played, and my mom was gone. Now I'm in no way fit to take care of a child. I have only enough patience to smile and answer their questions, and I have enough of an imagination to give them goofy answers to make them laugh. But when it comes to their actual needs like food or going potty, I'm super incompetent. 
I also cannot understand many of these kids' baby talk for the life of me. There'd be times when a toddler would babble to me and I'd answer, Is that right? Really? Thinking they were doing that thing where kids are trying to have a conversation, and then it would turn out that the kid was asking for food or something. There's also the fact that I'm autistic and have an anxiety disorder, which interfere with taking kids in their own way. So by the time my mom gets home, I'm stressed out of my mind and refuse to do anything social the rest of the day, even with my own family. My mom, of course, doesn't like that, saying that me refusing to spend time with the family means I hate them, or is a personal attack on her and I actually hate her and don't love her enough. She also complains that I'm not doing enough to take care of the kids and that I should be interacting with them every second of the time that she's gone, instead of playing video games or something. But of course, whenever I complain to her that she shouldn't have me watch the kids because I have no idea what I'm doing and that I don't ever want to have kids, she turns around and says, What are you talking about? You're so sweet and good with them. Of course you should be the one watching them. It comes as no surprise that as time goes on, her dumping the kids on me becomes less out of other obligations to people in the church and more her going to run groceries or get lunch with her friends to even a beautician or something. And the number of kids I have to watch at one time slowly goes from just one to three or four, and we have more and more shouting matches about this. There's also times I come home from my job completely exhausted and wanting to take a nap. A minimum wage job that requires a lot of intense physical labor only for my mom to try and saddle me with these kids because she's been waiting for the chance to get out of the house. Those are the days I just flat out refuse and lock myself in my room to recuperate and then continue to lock myself in the room the next day because my mom just yells at me for refusing to help. As you can see, I tend to lock myself in my room to avoid my mom a lot. Most of these times the kids are dropped off during the day and my mom at least has the decency to tell me there's going to be a kid and that she's going to be leaving. But one particular incident a few years back, I was on my laptop on a desk in the basement, not in my room because my mom didn't trust me on the internet back then, and I had my headphones on and was on a Discord call with some friends, doing a dramatic reading of a Gravity Falls roleplay ARG blog thing or something. Whatever it is isn't super important, but I was doing the voice for Stan. And in this RP thing, he could swear on occasion. It's like 10pm and I'm in the middle of this and laughing with my friends when I suddenly see movement out of the corner of my eye. And I turn to see this little kid running over to the basement fireplace to try and grab the decorative swords my dad keeps on display above it. Yes, our house has more than one fireplace, but my parents refuse to believe we live in a rich neighborhood. Of course, I go and run to stop this kid, but he giggles and starts running for the laptop, which I quickly intercept. My friends can all hear me shouting, hey kid, kid, stop, and thankfully our understanding of the whole thing, though very confused as am I. My mom had never told me she was watching any kids, and when I said in an effort to explain the situation, there's a random child in the basement and I have no idea whose kid this is, one friend even wondered if they should call the police. Eventually, I send the kid back upstairs, telling them to go hang out with my mom. I get about five minutes of relief before the little gremlin's back and once again causing chaos. I start trying to find ways to distract him, but the ADHD of children is much worse than my own, and before long I catch him digging an ancient gross M&M from under the couch and going to eat it. I might not like kids or be good with them, but heck if I'm going to let a kid eat a years old piece of candy from under the couch, when I'm the only adult to see it, I quickly stop him and take it from him and start heading to the trash can. 
I hear him giggling behind me again, but I don't really pay it much mind until I hear a long, hello? And I turn and see him putting on the headphones of my laptop and talking into my mic. Once again, I stop him and quickly put the headphones on myself and rapidly start apologizing to my friends, who had all once again become super understanding and stayed quiet with the kid. And then I hear something behind me and realize the kid somehow managed to grab one of the swords from above the fireplace. And while thankfully it's still sheathed and the sword itself isn't sharp along the edges, it's still made of actual metal and is a heavy blunt object that a child has no business messing around with like a toy. This is the point when I finally tell the kid, why don't we go hang out upstairs for a bit, with a very forced smile on my face, and lead him upstairs only to see the glass doors of the office closed but with the lights on, and my mom playing online solitaire with a loud talk show radio playing through the speakers. I open the door and ask my mom to watch the kid because he's been trying to play with swords and talking to strangers online when my back is turned. She looks at me stunned and tries to turn the situation back on me, wondering how he could talk to strangers online in the first place. But I put my foot down, saying if she was actually here to watch a kid she had agreed to watch, that he was her responsibility, not mine, and even brought up the whole random kid in the basement and I have no clue whose child this is, but kind of twisted just a bit, saying doesn't that sound concerning, and acting as though slash were the one who wondered about calling the police. Maybe a jerk move on my part, but it finally seems to get through to my mom. She does try one last time to sell me a sob story about how the kid's mom was a single woman who got out of a bad relationship and such. And while I did feel sorry for the kid's mom, my own mom was actually here for once, and if the situation was so dire, she could put aside her computer game for a bit and actually take care of the child she'd agreed to take care of, and that I was going to go to bed. After that incident, my mom started pawning kids off on me less and less. And thankfully when COVID hit, it stopped altogether. She still shows her entitlement in other ways. I don't intend to give personal information here, but when she found out that entitled people are called Karens, she loudly complained that people were taking her name in vain. And when my brother and I jokingly asked if she was God or something, she said she might as well be in our eyes. And while she still argues with me about how I don't ever want to have kids when it's such a pure and righteous desire or whatever, and she's taken to constantly bringing up the idea of adopting foreign kids, only to get shut down when my brother and I point out how freaking dysfunctional our family is, and that bringing another kid into the mix is a terrible idea, not just for us, but for the kid as well. At least I'm no longer volunteered up for babysitting duty anymore, and thank God for that. Having dealt with some entitled people in my days, the part where OP describes how they're protesting the whole situation only for their mom to turn around with a smile and say, What are you talking about? You're so sweet and good with them. Of course you should be the one watching them. Just lights up that annoyance and stress in the back of my mind having dealt with my own people that were like, sickly, sweet, passive-aggressive, faking, Christian, trying to build you up so they have a reason and an excuse to pass things off to you, and also hoping that maybe you go along with it or stop fighting it. It's just so fake and annoying. Have you guys ever experienced that kind of behavior, whether it's maybe from your parents, maybe from a teacher, a boss, a coworker? Let me know if you guys have or haven't in the comments down below. And by the way, if you're enjoying stories like this, make sure to also hit those like and subscribe buttons down below so you never miss any of my daily videos chocked full of awesome stories. Just like this next one from Split Sauce, 
if a random stranger insisted you watch their baby for five minutes and then walked away, what would you do? This recently happened to me and I wanted to see how others would have handled it. Insight, I work at a gym, not in childcare, not at the front desk. This person asked me to watch their baby, approximately three to five months old, for five minutes. I said no twice. I also pointed this person in the direction of our gym's childcare facility. They walked away and left their baby with me anyways. Their reason for leaving the child with me was that they needed to show their wife how to operate a machine. The person who asked me to watch the baby was a man. I'm a 20-year-old woman. I'm the manager, the only one on site. The outcome is I did end up watching the baby, as I would never leave a child unattended. The asinine actions of a parent are never a child's fault. This is actually a really interesting question, because I feel like you probably could get a whole spectrum of answers. Some people might just straight up walk away. Some might say, well, I would never leave a child like that. For me personally, I would probably do what OP did and kind of just reluctantly watch that kid. For me, I think it's time frame based. So if the parent walked away for five minutes, I'm going to be thinking in the back of my mind that that guy's a total jerk, but I'd have let that be that. Now, if that guy walked away and 20 minutes passed, I'd probably be considering calling a hotline. For everybody down in the comments, I'd love to know what you guys would do in this situation. Our next story is from Escaped Family Man. Entitled mother tries to set her daughter up with my uncle whilst my cousin's on the ground in pain. The past two stories I've posted on here was a taste of my own batch of entitled crazy that came from my mother. Yet, constantly posting content about the same person can get a bit repetitive, so instead, have this gem of the story that honestly had me laughing from when I was about 13. It was the summer break. Like I said, I was 13 at the time, and my parents were off in Canada visiting some relatives of my mother, leaving me with my aunt and uncle for the week. Yay! We were at the park. I was watching my cousin Sarah, 10 at the time, while she played with the other kids to make sure she didn't get into any trouble or whatever. My uncle was watching from a nearby bench. All of a sudden, this girl who looked about 18 to my uncle walked up to him. This part is paraphrased dialogue, of course, since I was too busy watching Sarah at the time. Embarrassed girl, you'll see why, says, Hey there, good looking. Uncle Sam says, Oh, hello, can I help you? Embarrassed girl prepares to cringe and says, Just wondering, what's a hunk like you doing in a dump like this? Wait, if it's a dump, why was she there? Strange, no? Uncle Sam says, Well, I... The girl says, Oh, never mind. Would you like to go get a coffee with me or something? Uncle Sam says, Uh, sorry, but how old are you exactly? Unfortunately, this girl perceived that question as him being interested in her, which was the furthest thing from the truth. The girl says, oh, you do want me, don't you? Not a surprise considering how hot I am. Please, someone send the cringe police. I'm dying just writing this. Uncle Sam says, uh, no, I'm married. I'm just asking because you don't look any older than 18. The embarrassed girl, from what my uncle told me, looked embarrassed and red in the face when my uncle mentioned that he was married. The embarrassed girl mumbled the fact that she was, in fact, 18 years old. I think it's worth noting that my uncle is the same age as my aunt, which at this point in time would have been 35. Uncle Sam informed her as much, and the girl looked even more embarrassed. She mumbled some awkward apology and walked away. Five minutes later, Entitled Mother appears, with Embarrassed Girl apparently telling her to stop in the background. The Entitled Mother says, excuse me. Uncle Sam says, yes, can I help you? Uncle Sam's a polite dude. 
She says, are you the man that my daughter talked to earlier? Uncle Sam with an awkward laugh says, uh, yeah, I am. She says, so what's wrong with her? Uncle Sam says, I'm sorry? She says, you heard me. Why won't you go out with her? Uncle Sam says, oh, well, I'm married. Not to mention, she looks a bit young for me. Entitled mother letting out that classic Karen scoff or whatever. (sighs) Oh, come on. You're only 20. You're not that much older than her. Uncle Sam says, I'm 35, actually. Entitled mother interrupting says, oh, shut it, kid. You can't be anything older than 23. You just want an excuse not to date my daughter. Now, I will say that my uncle does look slightly younger than he actually does. But if you looked at his face at the time, the youngest you could think he is is 30. How this woman thought my uncle was 15 years younger than he actually was is beyond my understanding. Uncle Sam says, lady, I don't really care what you think. I'm 35 and whether you believe me or not, that's an undeniable fact. And even if I was 20, I don't have any obligation to date your daughter. Entitled mother says, don't be selfish. She's recently had a breakup and it's been really hard on her. You don't want to break the heart of a girl who's going through a tough time. Uncle Sam said, I'm sorry to hear that, but again, I'm 35 and married. The entitled mother says, so what? Age is just a number. What matters is that you love the one you're with. The embarrassed girl says, mom, stop. Uncle Sam says, lady, you shouldn't really be encouraging your kid to go out with older men. She says, are you insulting my parenting? Uncle Sam says, no, for God's... At that point, I came running towards Uncle Sam. Because whilst he was having that convo with Entitled Mother, my cousin ended up twisting her ankle while playing, which caused her to scream in pain. I am a fool, I failed in my duty. So I immediately panicked and ran off to get my Uncle Sam. I told him what happened, and he went with me to Sarah, who was on the floor with other adults trying to help and calm her down, crying in pain. My uncle went into Papa Bear mode and motioned to help my cousin, but Entitled Mother had other plans in mind and followed him. She said this, Hey, don't ignore me. I was talking to you. What's wrong with my daughter? Why is she not? Now, my Uncle Sam is not normally a confrontational person, but the fact that this lady was still trying to set him up with her kid, despite my cousin on the floor in obvious pain, really set him off. He interrupted her shouting, Lady, shut the freak up. The entitled mother stopped the minute my Uncle Sam shouted. He said, you can clearly see my daughters on the floor in pain, yet the only thing you can think about is getting a date for your kid. Freak off now and let me help my kid. The entitled mother was shocked by the uncle shouting and looked like she was about to say something else, but after seeing that people were shooting her some dirty looks, she just took her embarrassed daughter and left. After that, we took my cousin home and treated her twisted ankle the best we could. My uncle hadn't seen the lady ever since then, but honestly, I'm kind of wondering what was going through her brain. Like, why was she looking for dates for her daughter in a park? Did she honestly think that their age difference was fine? On the subject of age, did she actually believe my uncle was 15 years younger than he actually was? Or was she just looking for an excuse for him to date her? Considering she switched gears and tried to pull the age is just a number card, This lady was so weird, I wouldn't be surprised if she was responsible for the pickup lines the daughter tried to use. I also wouldn't be surprised if the whole breakup story was just to guilt trip my uncle, but meh, I don't know anything about their lives, so it could be true. Well, hope you like this one, I guess. Apparently, people in the comments were saying that there's an actual, like, scam to this, potentially, called Badger Game. No relation to Squid Game. 
where apparently the daughter would try to lure them into, you know, doing something, and then the mother would blackmail them for trying to do something that's not so legal. Which kind of explains the insistence and then the shift to age is just a number and somehow trying to make the uncle think it's okay to just hook up with her. And if that was what was actually going on here, then holy smokes. Our next story is from Animaths93. My entitled aunt accused me of stealing her daughter's medical school admission slot. Hi, I'm a 28-year-old female. I posted before regarding my dad's entitled mother. Today, I'm going to rant about my absurd entitled aunt. She's my mom's older sister. My mom is the youngest in her family, and being an accidental child, she has huge age differences between her and her other three siblings. Her oldest brother is 13 years older than her, and her sister, entitled aunt, is 9 years older than her, and she has one more brother who's about 8 years older than her. Entitled aunt has been mean to my mom since she was a child, often snitching to grandma about her, belittling her looks, and making sure she got a trashing whenever possible. I don't think she was entirely evil because I do have memories where she doted on me and my brother, but at some point she started becoming entitled again. Because of the age difference, there's a huge difference of age between me and her older two children. A son who's 12 years older than me and a daughter 8 years older than me. Her youngest, a boy, is a year younger than me because he was like my mom, an accidental baby. We still kind of get along and he's tolerable, not like entitled aunt, or at least so to me and my family. My mom was quite lonely and often consulted Entitled Aunt for advice regarding how to handle things because she was mentally depressed thanks to my dad's Entitled Mother and family and some of her friends were busy competing and pulling her down even more. It didn't help that I was becoming quite difficult to handle as I was being bullied in school and had started lashing out, not knowing how to handle things. Anyways, on to the story. Being bullied and isolated and betrayed numerous times Let's just say I became warped and introverted. My aunt pointed to my mom that since I was doing badly at school and such a troublemaker, she should worry for my future. Since I was three, I always wanted to go to medical school. She would tell me sweetly that I would achieve it, but then give my mom snide remarks on how clueless on life, jokes on her, not only did I get into med school, I've completed my specialization, residency, and currently working in my alma mater. When her daughter was in high school, Entitled Aunt forced her to get into med school and become a school topper to rub it in my mom's face. But my cousin didn't make it and she paid an expensive college tuition for a different college course. During my last years of high school, I studied my butt off and was accepted to medical school in Delhi, India. At that time, my dad was abroad and I'd studied in IB school, but since I was unable to write the entrance exam for medical school for India... I worked hard to get accepted as a government nominee, since my dad had been deputed by the Indian Navy. I achieved the nominee's seat, although it took two months for the final result. Another story of entitled people, we'll tell you guys later if you're interested. And I joined a month late, but I was ecstatic as I had achieved my dream. I posted on Facebook about being accepted. Now this is where all heck broke loose. One of my cousins saw my post and told their parent. My mom got an earful from entitled aunt. My mom put the call on speaker so my dad can also help handle her. Why didn't you tell me she got in? They say entitled aunt, what a pleasure. What are you talking about? She says, don't play, it's OP. How did she get into med school? They say, oh, how do you know? We were planning to tell everyone tomorrow after we completed OP's admission work. She says, she posted on Facebook. I thought there were issues with her admission. 
They say, oh, Opie's admission actually had nothing to do with it, so she has her admission approved. My mom's a real pacifist. The Entitled Aunt says, she didn't work hard for it. How could she get admission? They say, Entitled Aunt, you said it would be nice if she got in because it would be nice to have our first female doctor. Why are you behaving like this? She says, that is my daughter's admission she stole. Your daughter stole my daughter's future. All three of us were stunned. I had come to accept my Entitled Aunt had become some sort of Karen at some point in my life. But this? My dad was fuming on the other hand, so he took the phone. Entitled Aunt, this is dad. My daughter worked hard for this. She stayed up sleepless nights and took extra classes to achieve this. She deserves this more than anyone. And how the heck did she steal your daughter's so-called admission? I mean, there's an eight-year difference between them. My daughter was still in elementary school when your daughter was applying for college. Plus, your daughter was applying in Bangalore. Mine applied in Delhi. If you can't be happy for my daughter's happiness, you don't deserve to be her aunt. She replies, your daughter's never gonna make it through med school. After all, that fortune teller told me that she would run away and marry some bum when before she turned 19. That gleeful snide in her voice made me cringe. I cleared my voice to ask how she thinks I'll find a guy to run away with when I'm going to an all-girls medical school in Delhi, but my dad stopped me. OP stronger than you think. My dad cut the call and I ranted about her while my mom cried. Entitled Aunt continued to rant to other family members and friends that I stole her daughter's future and my admission was a scam. I was least bothered because by now, I was almost no contact with all my relatives and my maternal grandparents supported me. Entitled Aunt kept taking every chance to belittle and humiliate me and grew upset as I ignored her and continued working hard. She visited Delhi when I was nearly completing my third year med school exams. She hated that my professors liked me and I'd made friends who genuinely cared about me. I had the last laugh. I completed medical school without wasting time, completed my specialization, and now working back in my alma mater. Now she pesters my mom about my marriage because I told her to hug a landmine and butt out of my life. Entitled Aunt is crazy, and I don't know if she will ever be the kind aunt I once remember to be. I just love OP's mindset about this story. Like, although this person is being so underhanded, so disgusting, they're using it as that motivator to actually push them to do better and to stick with it. And Opie's pulling it off. So whether she becomes a nice aunt or she continues trying to drag you through the dirt, it's good to see that either way, Opie's going to use that as fuel. And our final story of the day is from Ice Cream Pickles. Entitled Mother demands I sell my grandfather's farm to get half-sister out of her insane six-figure debt. My 27-year-old male grandfather on my father's side was a rather wealthy man, but the thing is, he never flaunted it. The only thing he ever spent a lot of money on was his farm he bought two years before I was born. My grandfather bought some farmland and built a farm on it. Now, I call it a farm because he called it that, but it was more of a sanctuary. My grandfather would take in retired farm animals, racehorses, as well as abused farm animals who were seized from other farms. He also takes any animals people want to forfeit or sell to him. He loves this farm. He literally gave a name and personality to all his animals. I love the farm place as well. I spent most of my summers and weekends working on the farm to earn a little cash. I became very close with my grandfather. Having lost my father when I was five, my grandfather became the father figure in my life. With my father gone, when my grandfather passed away, he left everything to me. The farm, his money, everything. 
I was happy and had every intention to keep the farm going. My grandfather loved these animals and I know he wanted that. The issue here is my mother and half-sister. I have a half-sister, Ella, 30-year-old female, who was from a relationship my mother had before she met my dad. From the time Ella was old enough to get a credit card, she started living insanely out of her means. We're talking designer clothes, luxury trips, expensive items, etc. Her husband was no different. He took out multiple loans that he never paid back. Ten years of spending has left my sister and her husband in an incredible amount of debt. It honestly was amazing me. I'm not sure how the heck they spent that much money. This debt has come back to hit them. Last week, they got a notice from the bank. It was a last warning. They need to pay or the bank will take their house. They already lost both their cars. So what was the family solution to this? Well, I was over at my mother's house when I was told about the notice. I acted shocked, but I knew that was going to happen eventually. My aunt, who was also there, also asked what they plan on doing. I was only half listening until I heard the words come out of my mother's mouth. Well, OP's going to sell off the farmland. I swear I got a whiplash with how fast my head turned. I immediately asked her what the heck was she talking about and told her I'm not selling anything. She looked me in the eye and told me that I was, that she was my mother and I do what she says. I repeated that no I'm not, the farm belonged to me and she had no say in this. She started yelling about how I had to help my sister out because we're family and I can't just leave her homeless. I told my mother that my sister's bad decisions were not mine to clean up and I left. I've been getting angry calls from my mother, my sister, and my brother-in-law for a week now. This honestly sucks for OP, but like, don't cave in and sell off your and your grandfather's sanctuary just to bail somebody out who put themselves in that situation willingly. OP knows the real facts of the situation, so they'll be able to keep a good mind around this. But if they're super close with their mom, I just feel bad for them because this is going to be a tough thing to just ignore especially if she goes on with it the fact that you have to like maybe go little contact at least for a while it's gonna suck but i wish op all the best on figuring that out and whatever happens i hope op doesn't sell it because that's going to be a total regret that they're not going to be able to take back do you guys think it would be fair to literally cut off talking to your own mother over something like this i'd like to know what you guys think but with that being said that's all the time we have for today So if you had a favorite story that I read today, let me know which one and why in the comments down below. And if you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me. Whatever you do, whether it's liking, subscribing, turning notifications on, all of it helps grow this channel and I appreciate the heck out of it. So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories.